0: Today, I have the pleasure, I have the honor of having with me as a special guest, Bill Stevens from CHRI, the Bill Stevens from CHRI, and he's going to share with us his life story, and uh, you don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. This is Thrive 1110 with Bold Care A of Bold Care Financial, guiding you toward business success and bringing clarity to personal finance. This is Thrive 1110. Welcome to Thrive 1110. This is the show where you get Bible friendly. Practical tips on business and money so you can thrive and as you thrive remember the lord your God who is actually the one enabling you to thrive and be an agent of transformation um, of transformation helping advance his kingdoms purposes in your family in your community and in your city this show is sponsored brought to you by bold care financial and bold care financial helps you uh, Christian entrepreneurs ministry leaders discern and take your next right step in your business, in your ministry, in your finances, so you can thrive, so you can actually avoid costly mistakes and be prepared for upcoming transitions. So that being said, my name is Bol Kerry, and um, you can catch up on previous episodes of Thrive 1110 by going on the chri.ca website or thrive1110.ca that's thrive1110.ca you can also uh, catch catch up on a previous episode by going on your favorite podcast uh, outlet like spotify or apple podcast or google podcast you know which ones you're using so without further ado i want to introduce you to our guest bill stevens if he needs any introduction bill welcome Thank you,
1: uh, that. It's, it's a pleasure to be here with you uh, on your
0: program. I'm really, I'm really glad that you're here with us because I've, I've heard a little bit of your story. And I, I, I thought, you know, it's going to be a blessing for people to hear you and to hear what God has done in your life, how, how you actually came to be where you are at today. So I, I can't wait to actually start asking you questions so that you can unpack this story for us.
1: Well, so a pretty simple story. I just um, made a lot of mistakes and then came to Christ, and here I am. <laughs>
0: <laughs> now, for those of you who don't know, Bill is the guy behind CHRI. Bill is the one responsible for the success of CHRI as you see it right now. So he is really managing everything, and he has a wonderful team with him, of course. But um, he is the one really uh, providing leadership uh to CHRI which is the Christian radio of the Ottawa region i would say one of the best uh, Christian stations in Canada maybe even in the world but bill is the one who is leading uh, the efforts of CHRI at this moment and bill you haven't always been at CHRI no um I have, well,
1: when I became a Christian, yeah. I said, okay, Lord, I'll do whatever you say, whatever it is. And I thought he'd probably give me a major corporation, maybe, hey, maybe Disney yeah. or something to run, <laughs> you know? And uh, instead, I got a call to be on the board at CHRI, and uh,
0: and I accepted. Wow. So so you said when you became a Christian, you said to God, okay, I, I want to do everything, you, I'm paraphrasing, you wanna, I want to do everything you, you want me to do. So So when did that happen? Well, it was really around two thousand
1: so it 's uh, not that not that long ago, relatively speaking you know for for an old guy like me. Uh, I was baptized as a kid um, as a twelve year old and uh, received christ and uh, and then our family fell apart, things fell apart and and I went my own way and you know what happens to people who go their own way. <laughs> uh, but uh, in two thousand, our whole family uh, made a decision to um, to follow christ and uh, and to rededicate our lives to him
0: it was a, It was a family decision. So how did it start? Like how how did how did the kingdom of God may uh, make his eruption into your family, if I can put it that way? How did that happen?
1: Well, like anything, it's a journey, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, we didn't know where it would lead us, but uh, along the way, uh, people came into our lives who said, you know, do you know Jesus? Mm. You know, simple question. And it was uh, I'll never forget. It was actually a carpenter on a on a pontoon boat out in the middle of a lake. And uh, he was doing some work on a cottage we had at the time. And he said, do you know Jesus? And of course I said, oh, hmm. of course I'm, I know Jesus. I, sure. Uh, hmm. You know, I've, seen, I've even seen pictures of him. Whoa. <laughs> and he said, no, really, do you know Jesus? <laughs> and, um, and I kind of fumbled with that. But that hmm. was the kind of thing that happened along the way. Hmm. And then we were at a... a, a a business conference that turned out was being run by Christians, mm. and they had a Sunday service and they did an altar call. And uh, uh, next thing I knew, I was a born again Christian. Wow, and my wow. wife thought it was the most hilarious thing because you know we uh, we we had an image of what a born again Christian looked like. <laughs> We, we don't know what a Christian looks like, you know, we don't even know what Jesus looked like, you know, but but just this whole sort of image of uh hallelujah yeah. you know, which is good. I'm not making fun of uh, people who say hallelujah because now I like to say hallelujah, yeah. Yeah? But um, but yeah, I mean you know, my, and my wife said, uh, well, maybe we should find a church. And next thing we knew, we had our our son and our daughter going with us to church, mm-hmm. and uh, we took some courses, got baptized, and the and the great honor for us, uh, Denise and I, my wife and I, was to actually baptize our children as we were being baptized. Wow. So uh, it was quite a thing, and my. Um, my ninety-two-year-old mom, uh, in her uh, on her last legs, <laughs> literally sitting in a wheelchair, mm. uh, was there for that. And she'd always been uh, praying for us, and wow. uh, she was a, a really a God uh, God-faring lady, and wow. uh, she loved the Lord. And so it was wonderful having her there. But anyway, that was the beginning. That was two thousand, and uh, and then we spent the next few years, you know, attending church. We sold that cottage, by the way, because no time for a cottage. Mm. Um, we we wanted to be in church, mm. and. Uh, and as I said, we—I was asked to be on the board here, and mm-hmm. uh, and then one day the manager said he wanted tr- to try something different, and would I take over? And I did for a while, mm-hmm. and uh, volunteered for, for a few months. And Then the, the board said, "Okay, uh, you know, you're hired," and um, mm-hmm. and away we go. And the first thing I did, because oh. I know you want to talk business,
0: and uh, then we will. But but uh, oh, these sorry, these, these yeah. parts are really really fascinating, and I don't I don't want you to skip that. Yes, please go ahead. Yeah. Uh, well, we. Um, we had
1: been asked, for example, um, and I this it's 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 kind of complicated. Mm-hmm. Um, my wife and I had had been asked to work for David Mains, uh, putting together a, a license for Ottawa for mm-hmm. CTS Television, mm-hmm. Crossroads uh, Television, and uh, we had worked on that, and uh, that's how we met Bob DeBroy, who was the the manager of the station, and how mm-hmm. I got invited to be on the board and so on. Um, and but we ended up shooting a TV series for David Mains for. CTS, Mm -hmm. Just a short series showing children coming to summer camp. And it Mm -hmm. was, um, what was the name of the camp now? Uh, Oh, Circle Square Ranch. Mm -hmm. And, of course, that became the name of our little series. Uh, The catch was that my wife had been battling cancer, stage 4 cancer, and was told she had about a 5% chance of survival. Uh, And she was now, after a massive operation, Mm -hmm. was now in the chemotherapy stage. And because we had made a decision to follow Christ, uh, we just gave it up to God. We believed Scripture. Mm. That's who we were. We were now followers of Jesus. And Mm. uh, Scripture said to turn to Him Mm -hmm. for our healing. And we did. But uh, my wife felt that the Lord was leading her to take all the medical advice Mm -hmm. and have discernment about it. Mm -hmm. And... uh, so by the time we were shooting this series, mm-hmm. she was uh, doing chemotherapy and wow. radiation. Well, I guess chemo first, wow. her, had lost her hair and you know the, everything that goes along with chemo. Wow. And, uh, but she was with us at, uh, at the camp um, and at Arden, Ontario, several hours away from Ottawa and her chemotherapy. And we stayed there, but she would drive home uh, to, <laughs> uh, to the cottage and uh, prepare our meals and plug in our batteries to make sure they were charged and then she would leave and uh, and go and sit and do chemo for three or four hours in Ottawa wow. Wow. and uh, and then she'd drive back and make sure we had dinner ready and everybody was uh, tucked wow. in and uh, next morning she'd get up and make breakfast and uh, make sure we were equipped for the day and then uh, she'd go back for more chemo and wow. uh, so so she's really the hero of the story and of course um, I think that really helped to. Um, solidify
0: our faith going oh. through that experience and then wh- talk, talk talk about you, 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 ju- you your family just came to Christ and uh, you are in this in this endeavor this 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 filming project and at the same time Denise your wife is in this battling cancer mm-hmm. and she's doing all of that during that time like that that can make or break your faith. Especially if you just mm. accepted Christ and beginning in your journey. I think
1: the fact that we had just accepted Christ uh, Christ made, made us um, uh, more, and I'll say gullible. Yeah, You know, we fell for Jesus hook, land, and sinker. Mm. <laughs> Don't get me started. (laughs) And so we had this, we had the faith, um, you know, I think that comes of the realization that you've spent most of your life not knowing him Mm. and and making mistakes. And then, you know, you ask him for forgiveness. He wipes the slate clean. And now you're faced with this, this health challenge. And, of course, you turn to him and so with with the whole family just there was no w- w- wailing and weeping we just said no Jesus is king we give it up to him completely mm-hmm. as far as we're concerned um she will be healed if it's his will That's and it. uh and as i said she had a massive operation wow. and i'll never forget after the operation the doctor said to me uh, he said mr stevens your your wife still has cancer Wow. And and wow. we were we were like no no I don't think she does I think she's I think there's probably damage from your operation that kind of looks like uh, yeah. you know, inflammation and whatnot but we believe she's healed that's it but that there's still residual damage and yeah. so she's going to do chemo and radiation and whatever it takes to to clear up that residual damage that's you know? and she did and again as I said our family were never. We never sat around in the dumps you know we just said no god's got this yeah. um so you know let's let's act as though god's got this wow. and um and move on and wow. uh, we you know we were blessed with a total healing and um and she now uh, helps us out here at chri
0: now okay y- you're listening to this you're watching this i want to i want to stop here and uh, we are what bill just Shared is 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 key, and I want to seize this moment because there's something going on, and I want to seize this and uh, and uh, extend. Ask Bill maybe to 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 pray for you, listening, you watching right now. You are facing a situation that seems like an impossible situation. Uh, it could be health related, or it could be something to do with your business. It could be financial. It could be relational. But the 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 same god that did what like this miracle in in denise's life that Billy is, is sharing about the same god is present today and if you believe him he's actually here and he can do something with your situation believe believe that and you can see something happening we want to believe that and pray with you right now billy do you mind just saying a quick word of prayer for no, people I, I watching care. right now, struggling with something. Um, maybe they accepted lies that situation will never change. Or maybe they accepted lies that this is how they're meant to be. Healing is from God. Health is from God. So don't, don't settle for something that is not from God. He wants you to be well. He wants you to do well uh, for his glory. So believe him. And we're going to pray right now with you, Bill. Do you mind? No, I'd
1: love to. Um, and I and I think first of all, it's important to understand before we pray that um, that there are consequences to our actions, mm-hmm. and when we ask God for healing of our circumstances, of our health, or anything, uh, it, it doesn't mean that He's going to remove every every consequence. Mm-hmm. Um, th- th- that's. It's the same with sin. There are consequences to sin, and, uh, and we may have to live with those. And I'll just uh, I'll give you an example. Let's say, for example, um, somebody who contracts a, a, um, a deadly disease th- through sin, and, uh, and they ask God for forgiveness. Uh, he, you know he welcomes you into his kingdom. Mm. you are forgiven you're washed clean, however, you may still have the deadly disease mm. and know that you will not carry that disease uh, to him when you when yes. you go to be with him, but you will be with him mm. it 's the consequence of your sin that you end up being stuck with and mm. and uh, and that 's that's one of the unfortunate things about sin but but the good news is that God will forgive you and will welcome you into heaven when when, uh, your time comes Mm. Uh, so let's just pray very briefly to say Lord God we are so thankful that you are there for us you're always there for us Uh, we'd like to say Lord that you're up all night so we might as well get a good Mm -hmm. night's sleep and just (laughs) leave it in your hands and uh, Father God when we come before you and we give it up to you and we let it go Mm. you take care of it and you're Always there to, um, it, and oh, yeah, and by the way, um, uh, Lord, it, I still have things on my heart there are still things that i bring to you from time to time that uh, from my past and I, suddenly it comes perhaps you put it on my heart to lay it before you mm-hmm. and and that helps open that door between you and i lord and i am so thankful for that so i encourage uh anybody who's who's watching this now to remember that uh you know that uh, ask for the forgiveness remove the sin get the sin out of the way so you have a direct path to god Mm-hmm. And because that's what we have, we have that absolutely amazing so Lord we thank you for that direct path we thank you that you're always there for us mm-hmm. and we give you all the praise in the name of jesus christ
0: yes amen amen thank you bill so i hope you received this and uh and uh if 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 you notice any any change please get in touch uh, thrive eleven ten dot c a that's thrive one 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 zero dot c a anything just to give Praise to God for what he's doing, what he's done in your life, and uh, that's going to be encouraging for other people listening, watching like yourself. Thank you. Thank you very much, Bill, for, for this prayer. Now, let's continue with your story. Certainly. Yeah. What would you like to know? <laughs> so, so, okay. Before coming to Christ, what were you doing professionally?
1: Well, um, I worked in film and television production and um uh, God kept blessing me, and I didn't know it was what it was, so you know I didn't make the best of it um, but I have to tell you that somehow, I guess because my dad was very entrepreneurial and he was in and out of um, yeah, of businesses uh, for, as a child, I started a child as a yeah, as a youth um, I started doing business and um I didn't have a, I didn't have a, um, uh, uh, a, a, I used to say a freshie stand. I don't know what the, I didn't have a Kool-Aid stand on the street. Mm. Um, But I started taking up uh, newspapers, and I had, um, at one time I had four newspapers. I had Mm. two Ottawa newspapers when there were two, and I had a weekend paper, and I had a Montreal morning paper. Mm. Um, And when the opportunity arose, I'd sell Christmas cards uh, door-to-door I sold donuts door to door, and uh, they were, I mean, there was always some left over. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, so so I ate up the profits. Yes, (laughs) you're right. And I think back about, you know, like I would make, you know, a couple of dollars a week with all those papers combined because it just, there wasn't much to it. But nevertheless, I, I, I developed the work ethic. And then I started working construction jobs by the time I was 15, and I, uh, I was fortunate enough that dad had uh, a friend in the construction industry mm-hmm. and uh, he employed me and a couple of other uh, um, construction owners, company owners, uh, took a bit of a shine to me, gave me an opportunity, and uh, so I worked just as a laborer. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I worked weekends, worked my summer holidays, and then I got a job working uh, in a men's department in the old Eaton's mm-hmm. department store. And, um, and I worked there uh, Friday nights and Saturdays and and uh, by the time I was I guess 18 years old I was sort of like an assistant manager uh, you know and when the building when that store closed down it was a bank and Laurier if you're that mm. old you'll remember <laughs> um, I, when that store closed down I was the last person in the store and I was selling mannequins and uh, mm. shelving and anything else that was left in there mm. and uh, and then I called one day and said well we're done and they came and locked it up and sold the building <laughs> and I was only 18 <laughs> but I wow. got a job um, um, a, a job opportunity working in the in the film industry and um actually i applied for a job as as kind of a, a, a gopher mm-hmm. and uh, when they hired me uh, the owner of the company looked at me and said well i guess your hair is long enough <laughs> and this was in the 60s by the way uh, 1960s and uh he um he hired me, and I got a job as an assistant editor and assistant director and fell under a, an apprenticeship system. So I learned all the, all of the trades in the film industry through cinematography, uh, editing. I even learned all the lab processes and whatnot because it was a, a company that had all of that facility. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and one day, uh, the art director and I left and started our own company. Mm-hmm. And um, seven years later... Um, the the company i had been given a start with uh, approached me and asked me if i would take over that company hmm. and so i ended up owning the uh, the company that had given me my start whoa and i did that for another seven years and then i was whoa. taking the company public and the stock market crashed so you can date wow. that to 1987. um i lost a value there of about 14 million dollars and whoa. uh and i guess i went into a bit of a tailspin uh, somebody said it was uh, i was depressed
0: and because um, so, you you are the one taking the because you are owning the company that's right so you, you took it public yeah
1: yeah and um i'll never forget when our broker called and he said uh, we were selling at about $7 a share and he called up and he said uh, i'm sorry but uh you know nothing is moving right now, and wow. he said, "If you, uh, if if you can hold on, he said, you're about number eleven on the list, and wow. and we're not even looking at the top three right now." So it, wow. you know, and I couldn't hold on. Unfortunately, I lost my dream, and uh, so I, I literally sold everything off and paid all the fiduciary stuff and, wow. and went home and uh, stayed home, played with my kids for about ten years. Wow what a blessing that wow. was actually but <laughs> <laughs> that was the silver lining but i was depressed i was i'd lost everything i my dream everything i'd worked for yeah. and uh and i i probably deserved to because i wasn't managing it very well but i learned a lot of very important
0: lessons that you know what what you just shared there like we could actually we could actually do like at least a few episodes just with that part like digging into like how you you became owner and, and took it public and 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 all the things that happened then but maybe one thing that I'll say what what did why did you decide to take it public for the benefit of people listening why um, does a company become to go from private to becoming public
1: well some of the conditions for doing that of course are um you know, do you have the capital uh, already? It's like it's like if you're in business and you go to the bank for a loan and they say, we'll only loan you the money if you don't need it.
0: Yeah,
1: exactly. So going public is a little bit like that, but you're leveraging it. And the main reason you do that is, mm-hmm. you know, uh, when you borrow money, you have to pay interest and you have to pay it back. When you sell shares, um, you bring in a bunch of partners and there is no interest payment. And hopefully you can give them a dividend instead of uh, interest. And uh, so it's a great way to raise capital, but you've got to be in the, in a strong position before it'll be looked
0: at. That's 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 really important. And with that, let's 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 tackle another segment, another segment of our "Let's Get Practical" section here. Bold. Let's get practical. So what what Bill just shared is is about going from private to public being a way to raise capital, but you already, you need to be already in a good financial position in order to do that. Because otherwise, if you do that with, well, first of all, it's going to be difficult to do that if you're not in a good financial position. Mm -hmm. And if by any means you manage to become public, not having a good financial position, you're just exposing yourself to to ruin. Basically,
1: that's right. There are t- there are two big financial aspects yeah. to it. You know, one uh, of course is the cost, mm. um, the, the the actual cash outlay, because you know you're spending a lot of money on lawyers and and, uh, and accountants to make sure that you've got a package prepared mm. that will appeal be appealing to the brokers, mm. and uh, and obviously you want to get an underwriter. So if you're in a strong position, you get an underwriter. So you're going to the market already being assured of of sales of your shares rather mm. than just throw it out there and hope hope it's something happens. Mm. The second thing though is your time. You know, before you consider going public, can you afford to, to take off literally months of your time uh, as a distraction away from your core business. Mm. So two things, do you have the money? Do you have the time?
0: Mm. Wow, interesting. So Bill, we are going towards the end of our time today and we're in this let's get practical section. So would you mind from what you shared, give maybe two or three pointers, two or three tips that you can um, you can share with people that you can take away. It could be faith related or it could be business related. And for you listening, we are going to have a second episode with Bill and we'll continue sharing Bill's story in a second episode. But for today, as we are going towards the end of the episode, Bill, any two or three takeaways from what you shared? that uh people um uh, watching listening can 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 get
1: um thanks bold i, I guess w- before doing this i was thinking about you know w- what are some of the most important things i've learned mm-hmm. and um i would say the number one most important positive mm-hmm. um would be always um pray like lean to lean into god and uh, you know God should be your number one advisor, and you've got, you've got to learn to listen to God. It's the hardest thing, and waiting for an answer from God is is even harder. <laughs> but you've got to have that patience. I didn't. And So some of my mistakes were because I I didn't have that that senior counsel. Uh, and so another part of that is have advisors. You know, have people you can talk to, have experience, and and can help you um, navigate some of the challenges of starting and building a business. Um, One of the mistakes I made was feeling that I needed partners in my business um, who had certain strengths when, in fact, I could have hired people with those strengths. Mm. Um, But another one of the the, the, of the positives and perhaps and I'll leave you with this one Mm -hmm. is building a team. Uh, When I came to CHRI, I didn't really have to build a team. There was a great team already here, Mm -hmm. and what a blessing that was. But you've got to surround yourself with people who have the expertise in the areas you don't because you can't do it all yourself.
0: Wow. Thank you very much, Bill. So um, I hope you've you've been taking good notes of this. Go back and re-listen to this episode. Lots of good things for you. And uh, uh, as we end, this is what I'm going to say just before we end. Go ahead and do it. You go out and do it.
1: It's in your hands. We'll
0: support you. So take courage and do it. I know you can do it. Bill shared some precious tips there. Go out and do it. You can do it. So we are going towards the end. It's the end of the episode today. And I want to invite you to come back. To uh, to connect, tune in wherever you're listening, uh, you're listening from, you're watching from. Come back in a week's time, and you will uh, see the second part. You will hear the second part of the story of pills. So thank you for being here. I'm Bol Kere, your host, and you've been listening to Thrive 1110. When honest people prosper, the whole city celebrates.
1: Thrive 1110. To learn more or to connect with Bold, go to thrive1110.ca.